the same as you were last year. And then I led stretches for some reason. Oh. I don't know who, because I'm a senior, so it's exciting. It wasn't just me though. I can't take all the credit. Yeah, but sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, and with that, welcome to episode two of the Senior Support Group. I started recording when you guys were talking. No. <laughs> so today, me and Zara are here with Salma and Paige, if you guys would like to introduce yourselves. Paige, you can go first if you want. Let me go first. Okay. Um, hi, guys. My name is Paige. I'm a senior. I feel like that was implied. <laughs> is that a good introduction? That was yeah. great. That was okay, cool. Okay, cool. Salma? Hi, I'm Salma. I'm also a senior. I feel like that's also given, but I guess. <laughs> Tell us a little bit, like, what do you do? Paige, you're a part of SGA. Oh, yeah, this is awkward. Um, sorry. Okay, Splanning and SGA are always on good terms. Never bad terms. Yeah, I'm on SGA. Don't really do much else. I play soccer and lacrosse. Um, what do you like? More, uh-huh. What's something you like to do or like to watch or like to see? Oh my goodness. Okay. Well, to watch, I really like that 70s show and Family Guy, but of course Netflix took both of those off of Netflix. So that's really brutal. I haven't been able to watch them in a while. To be honest, I really hate to admit this. I haven't been watching as much TV because I've really been addicted to TikTok. And I feel like I sound really basic for saying that, (laughs) but it's, it's like a trap. It's a literal trap. Like it's bad. I had to put time limits back on my phone. You guys, <laughs> I have a time limit for TikTok, and every time it comes up, my password's one 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 one. I just <laughs> that every time. All right, Zara, you just exposed your phone password on. No, my TikTok like limit password. I'm just kidding. Like, it's not like anybody's gonna break into your house and be like, "I need to unlock your phone now." I mean, you never know. We have like a lot of listeners and viewers, so anyone can go. Right. Yeah, Salma, you're a little TikTok famous, right? Oh my god, for sure. You are 100 followers. Love all no, of them. Pretty actually, much a celebrity. I know. You should be famous. Right? Thank you. Get some of famous. I literally love my content. I think it's fantastic. It's really, it's really always good. on my For You page. <laughs> Eli, do you TikTok? I don't TikTok, but I do have a TikTok and a made Watch, TikTok. Like every other boy? Classic. No, I've made some, but it's not like I constantly TikTok, you know? You should mm-hmm. post them. We'd all enjoy them, seriously. I'm pretty yeah. sure I'm public. Eli, I feel like you've made like one or two that I've seen. I've made, whoa, what the hell? I've made actually a decent amount. But it's mostly just like, I'll see something, like somebody like doing something really dumb and then I'll just like stitch it and be like, what, what the hell is this? Well, I think the best part about TikTok is the comment section. Like I yeah, I don't even watch TikTok, like I pause them and I just read the comments or like the sound will just be going on a loop. Paige knows, Paige knows when I'm with her. It'll be the same sound for like five minutes. And I'm just like this. And it's no, so- one time I think you read them out for like maybe 10 minutes, but it was super entertaining because it was like small little pieces of advice that are just cute that people like have always lived by. It was actually like, sometimes it's kind of helpful to hear those things. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I read the mean ones. Cause yes, so as funny. toxic as the app is, sometimes there's, yeah. Oof. What do you guys think about that stuff about- cancel culture and all that not to get deep or anything but to to remain surface level yeah fair. people should have room to grow if they make mistake yes exactly it's just, yeah. it doesn't make sense to me it's like yeah if- i feel like it's a little bit silly because you know we're all human not to sound deeper cheese or anything but you know nobody's perfect and obviously especially now i feel like things are really different i feel like it's just because everybody has been like so isolated for so long that we forget like 
at some point we're actually gonna have to see people in person you know what I'm saying and I have to like remember that we have to be like you know somewhat nice to people so hopefully I'm, I feel like the stuff will get better as we start to like go back to normal I think that's what's gonna happen I predict it so we'll see seeing people like that was really a beautiful sentiment by the way yeah sorry <laughs> you just made me think of this when you said the we're gonna have to see people again I like ran into someone who I just like never see outside of school the other day and it was like the weirdest thing ever I was like oh my god I haven't seen you outside of my newspaper zooms um and <laughs> stuff and it's so funny I think it's ironic that like the people doing the canceling are so mean like they're so rude and it's like you're on the same level so I don't know I saw something on TikTok actually this morning that like again I'm not trying to offend anybody but like there was a there was a there was a woman who was like please don't take the strong way. I don't want to sound mean, but y'all can't rely on other people to compensate for what triggers you. Like that comes from yourself. It's like, you can't have everybody accommodate to you. It was like, damn, I. That's true. I'm stamped. How many minutes has it been? I don't know, but I got to cut that out. No, I agree. Y'all know who, um, like Sienna May is, is that her name or yeah. Isn't, wait, what's her last name again? Gomez. That's what no, I thought. I know that. But I feel like doesn't she have two accounts or something? <laughs> what? <laughs> well, anyways, I was um she came up on my for you page. It was her like reacting to this video of a guy who I hadn't heard of, but I guess he's like a little creator. He had like a few thousand followers or whatever. So a little bit of fame. Sounds like um, something. Yeah, but he was like he said something to the effect of how he's like, it's funny that you guys act like these creators and stuff, because I guess that's what they call themselves. Like, I don't know. TikTokers <laughs> it's crazy that that's like a term now <laughs> but like know, right? it, he was like it's funny how you guys act like you're such fans but then like every two minutes you're like completely tearing us down in this comments and he's like you guys don't realize how much like those things affect us like you're really ruining all of our mental health which it's actually I guess not that I hadn't thought about that before because I feel like regardless of like if you have followers or not like you know, I feel like especially our generation growing up on social media too, like, I think it really has taken a toll on certain people and just like, I guess, kind of our generation as a whole, because I feel like we do, I'm not trying to make assumptions or anything, but I feel like, you know, a lot of people do rely like, you know, on social media to kind yeah. of like, as like a scapegoat and because sometimes it's nice. Mm-hmm. So like the, um, I kind of forgot what I was going to say, but um Oh, yes, I agree. I agree. I hate that. Wait, how deep can I get on this right now? I mean, like, I'm editing. Go for it. Okay. Come on. We want to hear. It's like on the same topic of like what Paige just said. Same girl. Like, she made like merch like a week ago and it was like, um, like, did you eat yet? Right. Everyone was like going off on her because, yes, as you should. Good job, Paige. But everyone was going off and they will be so mean and they're like it's so deaf you're like profiting off of eating disorders whatever the thing is like they were all like bullying her and like I get that it was like really badly presented but she's <laughs> never had a bad intention like ever yeah, also- so there's no reason to be rude you know what I mean and that's coming yeah. from someone who's like struggled with things like that <laughs> yeah literally like, like, like uh-huh and like, calm down I would say the the biggest place, and this is kind of what I was thinking of before I forgot it, is like the biggest place where there's like a gap between the creators and the, the viewers or whatever is the the fact that on social media, our attention is as much of a currency or an asset or a tool as like actual money is. 
because mm-hmm. we're always on our apps, no matter TikTok or Instagram or whatever. And if people are going to pay a certain amount of money to get their ad on our phone, depending on what we see or whatever. And that is what people are competing for. So that's why like a lot of viewers feel not necessarily angry, but feel the right that they can like say what creators can and can't do because it's like, we're like without us, without the viewers, like they have, not that they don't have anything, but it's like they lose their source of income pretty much. Yeah, definitely. Oh, that was really well worded. That was like, hey, you guys are going, oh. The effect of the YouTube algorithm on adolescents with ADHD, Zara. Oh, um, right, research, yes. Oh, I was going to say, you guys just watch this in your free time. I was like, that's cool. That's really cool. For AP research, which is a class that I would not like to talk about. I didn't know you were in it, Eli. Yeah, Zara talks about it a lot. Like, not in a bad way, but it just sounds like a really brutal class. But you it's know what? Hard, it's good but it's like, you're continuing to challenge yourself. That's, yeah, I, will, that's very yes, I am challenging college, myself. You're just going to be like, this is so slight. You know what I'm saying? I'm also challenging Miss Hanson. Um, I'm <laughs> I was going to say, I'm probably giving her more of a hard time than I'm giving myself. But it's like, we've, Miss Hanson and I have talked and it's like, I, I'm like, I'm not going to lie. I'm behind in that class. But like, she wanted well, to make sure. Admitting it, admitting it's the first step. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, but also the great thing was that she was like okay with that and we talked about it and she was like she was never like you need to get this stuff in she was like I want to make sure you know what you're doing and that if you are behind like you have what you need to catch up in order to get that's the thing is like if a teacher trusts you then it's like you can kind of do whatever you want and they, they like know you're good for your work and then that's kind of it literally or like when you build relationships like that with your teacher not even saying that you have to be like super close with them or anything again I feel like this is gonna get a little bit deep, but um, I feel like it makes you like more motivated in the sense if you're like, if you have that trust with the teacher or if you feel like, if you actually know that they understand like what you're kind of going through and then they're just like, I'm gonna give you the time to do something. Then it makes me wanna like do better. You know what I'm saying? 100%. Yeah. It's like, I don't wanna disappoint you now that you just gave me all your trust. <laughs> like, yeah, the biggest thing. That's why I feel so bad like turning things late especially with like research because I just like feel so like I'm like oh I don't want to disappoint you but those teachers understand that deadlines aren't like everything and as long as you get done at the end of the day and I feel like the thing to remember it's also like because well my mom for example she's a middle school art teacher and I know middle school art it's not really not the same as like AP research but you know I would say it's 50 times better Um, oh my gosh excuse me some of my sorry to interrupt my own story but do you guys like panera quick interruption this is not short answer yes long answer on and off i feel like sometimes they're hit or miss but if you have ever had the privilege to get a panera souffle in the morning they go away at like 10 or 11 because they sell out so good i used to get these things okay it looks I'm going to show it, even though I've taken it for our viewers that listen on Spotify. Okay, so it's essentially a croissant with egg in the middle and a little bit of cheese. And I know not everybody likes stuff like that, (laughs) but I really do recommend, especially to any athletes out there, it's perfect for pre or post. um, I was going to say tryouts, but tryouts aren't really a thing right now. Um, (laughs) I guess practices, because I used to practice in D.C. for lacrosse, and there was a Panera like right next to the field. And so this is before drive unfortunately so my dad and I would always go to Panera and we'd get the souffle and we'd reminisce about practice like what I did well what I did wrong <laughs> so stupid That's uh, thing, like dads and practices 
They love to. Oh my gosh. I don't know if you're like, or any of you guys are hip, but like after a tournament away weekend, car rides back. If you didn't have to. Not athletic for that one. No. Uh, My biggest was like, if I ever had to wake up at like six or seven for a soccer game at like, like an hour away. I forget one of the fast food places has these like the like French toast sticks or whatever you know. Yes, like, I used to eat those for breakfast all the time. Before those <laughs> were those hit different at six thirty in the morning pre soccer. Like chef's kiss, chef's kiss, chef's kiss for that one. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, no, that's like for anyone um, who had me in a class last year. I would always walk in late to yearbook eating my toaster sticks, like literally <laughs> eating them in my hands. Oh my god, that's the one thing I don't miss is. Oh, feeling bad that I was late all the time <laughs> so bad so bad I had senior a, like, last year <laughs> oh Paige you've no idea yeah. <laughs> yesterday or did we explain it yesterday Eli was that Friday? yes yeah we were talking about we we're thinking of a few like talking points and I was like oh like senioritis because I thought about you and I thought about Eli because I know that's like just such a thing so I don't know I don't know what you I feel like you're pretty driven I, okay, I'm She's like, yes, yeah. it's no, not. I'm anxiety driven, but I don't want to do anything. But, See, well. I, I'm like a mix. So I have that anxiety where I'm like, I need to do this. But then I also have my like, I don't know what it is. Cause I wouldn't say it's like self-confidence because I have anxiety, but it's like this, this inner voice. That's like, trust the process. It'll all get done in time. <laughs> and I just kind of listen to that. That's good and, though. But like a day before, whatever the big thing is, like panic sets in, I do it all, but it always gets done. Yeah, exactly. And that's why I keep procrastinating because it gets done. Yeah, I one time I read this quote and it was like, oh, this is so stupid, but it's like, if you can do it in less than two minutes, like do it today and not tomorrow. And I was like, okay. So I've been that's doing that. Quote. Yeah, okay. That was like, that's like not with the quote. The quote was worded a lot better. Are you just trying to flex on all of this? You're like a walking self You're like, like doing like, like laundry or like making your bed in the morning. Like so. Oh, like, that's, like, I've been trying to do that too because I read somewhere that it like helps make your day better. Oh yeah, I was trying to make my bed this morning and Catherine Jackson, shout out to a friend of the hey. show, um, refused to get out of the bed, but I finally got it out. Hey. Hey. All right. Would you guys like to see something that explains procrastination very well? Yes. Okay. So let me see how do I do this. Okay. So I watched this TED talk and it was like I'm not a big like fun. See, that's why I was like giving a disclaimer because I was like, I'm not one to like watch yeah, lectures. Sure, fine. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was it's called Inside the Mind of a Master Procrastinator. So I was like, all right, this guy might be someone I need to learn from maybe onto something exactly so he kind of explained the inner workings of a, the brain of a procrastinator so inside the brain of like a regular person and i don't like saying regular person you know inside the brain of a non-procrastinator you have this the rational decision maker as we can all see correct mm-hmm. okay, okay. Yeah. so that's the rational decision maker i do things that make sense i think long term i am not a child right yeah. but then yeah. In the procrastinator's brain, you have the rational decision maker accompanied by the instant gratification monkey. Now, when the rational decision maker needs to get something done, where is it? The instant gratification monkey 
takes control of the wheel. Let's watch a bunch of YouTube videos on creatures of the deep sea and then go on a YouTube spiral that takes us through whoever that is, blah, blah, blah. See, he takes the wheel. And that goes on for quite a while until the panic monster arrives and he actually scares away the monkey. So once the panic monster scares away the monkey, then the rational decision maker can come back and do what he needs to do. And that tends to happen on the last 24 to 48 hours before a task. Eli, I feel like you could literally present this. Yeah, that was good. That was good. And I feel like that was extremely accurate. And I feel like I just figured out all my procrastination problems. (laughs) Yeah, you can thank Mm -hmm. Cam Urban for that. Not sorry if this is like a personal question, but I'm actually just very curious. Have you guys always struggled with procrastination, or did it kind of like, like uh, pop up? I guess in like, um, what is it called? High school. We're in high school. I was about to say middle school. When I started like burning out, that's when I started procrastinating. It's more of like I procrastinate things like per like, uh, I pick and choose what I want to procrastinate. Yeah, like I will do it like ASAP. Exactly. I would say I'm driven by motivation or like like passion, I guess. So it's like if I don't care about something and like please no offense to any of my classes, but like if I don't if I'm not particularly passionate about something, it is gonna be much harder to get done on time. Yes, I agree. I agree for sure. Yeah. I feel like um it was interesting what you guys were saying earlier about like procrastinating and how like didn't you say whatever you guys said about like the, being anxiety driven, I'm like the complete opposite for some reason, sitting down and like doing my work. I, like I it brings me anxiety like I can't like I don't know why because I just haven't done it in so long and I'm again sorry if not trying to be offensive to teachers not saying I'm not doing my homework but like it actually it's hard for me to like sit myself down and I don't know not even just this year like that started happening like like sophomore year and then I was like mm, oh well because I think it's I really really tried so hard freshman year because I was really like, concerned about the grade situation and I think that's good but I think it's also important to prioritize other things too. Not saying that homework shouldn't be a priority, but you know. Oh, I think homework should not be a priority. Yeah, because I feel like, I mean, this is what I was always a really strong believer of this when I was a kid. And I would like to see where you guys stand on this too. But um, I always thought like, if we're giving like our whole days to school, like our whole entire day, even some more, if you do practices or if you're doing like a club or an intramural or something like that, I always was like, why is homework a thing? Like, why can I at least have my nights a little bit of freedom? But then if you think about it at the same time, it's like, I guess the teachers don't really have enough time like for you to just be able to like, I don't know. It didn't make sense. Like it didn't make sense, but it's like just busy work and it's like totally. That stuff is annoying. But then there's some homeworks that are really, I think important and practicing on your own can really help you learn things. Mm-hmm. because it's always like it's so satisfying when you actually like know how to do a, like if for math for example that has always been one of my really um not good subjects I'm just gonna be honest math I'm not a math girl I that probably comes as no surprise but um <laughs> uh, I literally like getting a problem right would make me that much more excited because I like never got questions right so like when I would I would be like I want to keep doing this you know what I'm saying so that type of homework is fun Maybe not fun. It's it's enjoyable. Rewarding. Yes. So the thing is, like for me, and I've I don't know if I've said this to anybody, like teacher wise, but like we go to school for seven hours, and then you give us three to four more hours of school, not in school. What the hell? (laughs) Yeah. Like, can we do our seven hours 
we have we spend 35 hours a week in school can they not teach yeah, us what they need to say but you're saying it a lot better and i agree with everything that you're saying but at the same time projects like you know essays or whatever like those should stay like mandatory tasks that you do outside of class because those are important to a certain extent and then also homework should be a thing that is not mandatory for people who want the practice i think it's a great thing for the people who leave school and say, all right, I got what I needed to do and now I'm mentally burnt and need to relax and recharge for the next day. Like what, should they be expected to do all that work for seven classes that they have to go to the next day? Yeah, I mean, sometimes I think like having, oh, Salma, were you? No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, 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 I really want to hear your voice. No, it's fine. No, yeah. <laughs> you speak, I'm not going to talk. No, I was going to say it's funny because I'm like the complete opposite of Paige. Like, when I was growing up, my entire life was like school, 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 whatever like sports I was doing, but it was like so like school oriented because of my parents because they're like foreign and that's what they're used to, right? Mm-hmm. So growing up, like I was like good at stuff. And then suddenly when math got hard, math has always been my strong suit. When math got hard and I started not doing well, that like depressed me like so hard because I was so used to that being like what like I kind of based my worth on. And then over time, like, but that hurt needs to come. Like you have to feel the like pain because then you start like taking, putting your like confidence into other things and then focusing on things that actually matter to you. Yes, that's actually, that was really deep, Salma. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was actually really true. Yeah, I remember, Salma, we had math together in like sixth grade. We were just like me, you and Lauren. Oh, yeah, was- I'm on that squad. Who was our teacher? She was so nice. I loved her. Yes. That's crazy. (laughs) She always had like the really cool shoes. Do you remember that? Oh my God, stop. That was so fun. Sarah, Uh, what were you going to say? What was I going to say? I had a lot of things. Well, I was going to say way back about that um, procrastinating thing. It's a recommendation to Eli or any viewers listening. Um, There's this book and it's... uh, I don't know how to, so the, the F word is in the title, so I'm not going to say it, but it, it's, do it. Don't, do it. Do it. don't do it, a book about hope and the, the author, okay, his name is Mark Manson, I love him, he's like an amazing like self-help author, so like he writes the best books, and yeah, what else has he written, because that sounds familiar, um, so he wrote the, the book about hope, and then the subtle art of not giving a bleep, yeah, They're, I know that book, like coffee table, books but also I don't know they have some really important ideas that I think would be good for anyone to read but I think Eli you would really like it because it talks about the whole thinking brain versus feeling brain and the whole idea of like doing things for gratification so I want to recommend that to you and then I was just going to say I really agree with Selma about the it's really humbling when like a subject that you has that's always come easy to you you like don't just like get it like that and it's so deeply disappointing that it, it can like I don't know I remember in Lang one time I got like a bad in-class essay grade and I think I was upset for like five days and I was like maybe it's just like my intended major for college is English and I was like no like I'm not like I'm done like I was like I can't do yeah, that can't do anymore. anymore you guys you like know? I always <laughs> whenever I would do something like that well also like for me I I was just naturally like I didn't try at all in school until 10th grade and when I had to try an honors algebra two, cause that class, like if, if school for me was like speeding down a highway, like just free riding honors algebra two was just like cement. 
I had, like, to, oh, no. <laughs> I had to leave and go to regular. Yeah. So I wish I had done that, but that class basically was okay. So I like, I also have ADHD. So I was just like, I didn't study. I just kind of posted and then <laughs> honors algebra two. And I was like, okay, wait, what is this? I'm not getting it. And then I got a tutor for the first time and I was getting it with the tutor. And I don't know what happened, but it just like on quizzes and stuff, I just could not get it. And so. Did you have like, did you ever hear the term testing anxiety? Have you guys ever heard of that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So like. I, I live by that. Like yeah, I think I, I have. Realize my not making, like, I don't know if that's like an actual like diagnosed problem. I, I think it's more of just like a term, like a general it's, term. It's not like a medical diagnosis. Yes, but it's like, definitely it's not. It's definitely a thing. It's like definitely it's, a thing. Has that has that happened to you guys before? Because I used to like exactly what you were kind of just saying. Um, it's not that I like wasn't trying. I just always like I knew, especially with math, that I needed to like kind of do it like more my pace. So I, I was never really like other classes. I decided to do like honors and like AP and stuff. But math, I was like, there's no reason to put me out of my comfort zone if I literally can't even like do basic math. But um, I was trying to think. Oh, that's why I brought up testing anxiety. My bad, guys. Um, yeah, and so I don't know what happened. I think it just, like, sophomore year. I, like, was okay at math, like, freshman year. Like, I did pretty well, and I was impressed with myself. And then I don't know what started happening. Like, I would get everything in class, and I'd start doing the homeworks, like, correctly and stuff. And so, you know, I would always feel confident. And then I would get to, like, a literal, like, maybe four-point quiz. Like, so small, so small. And I would just find myself getting so stressed so freaked out like literally forgetting everything like mm -hmm. everything and that's what kept happening on the act and stuff too and so like mm -hmm. i just i took one act and i was like i'm not doing this again like i cannot submit this anywhere it's awful but like because that that's happened to you guys too yeah, my, i was gonna say my act when i took my first one this is like this is what always happens with multiple like long scantron tests for me i go into the classroom of course i'm sitting in between Betty Brahane, Bardi Abzali. I am not bound for success. I am not, like, I'm not going to do well at this Are you thing. talking about Lang? My ACT. No, my ACT. Oh, your AC, I was going to say, weren't Betty and Bardi in our Lang class too? I also sat next to them during every in class for yeah. Lang. So we're in the ACT together, the three of us. And I'm like looking around and like the time starts. Danielle Berman was also there. And that girl can take tests like nobody's business. Like I, she puts her head down, she gets to it. So she starts doing that and look over at her. And I just feel like, panic like I'm hot cold sweats and I'm like looking at all the bubbles and questions and I was like I may have an hour right now but I have no time like I can't do anything I should just quit while I'm ahead and that always happens to me with tests where I just get so overwhelmed and I'm like I just shouldn't even start and then I just start just like ten and then I like I'm fine but so I had like similar I took the SAT but I it, it wasn't that I was like anxious about it it was more just like I hated it just like sitting through <laughs> It's painful. It literally yeah. brings me physical pain. Like I'm so, not even dramatic. I like, like I, I have trouble sitting still for, for an hour of zoom, like let alone a five hour test. So I went to take a practice one with my tutor and the night before I was like, it was the last practice one before my real one. And I was like, I wasn't nervous, but I was just like ready to wake up the next morning and do it. And I ended up not sleeping at all that night. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I woke or in the next, like, I forget like I one of my parents came to like make sure I was up and I was like listen I did not sleep I don't think I should go in to take the test and they were like no push through you got to see what you like I know you don't want to we don't like we think you should sleep too but like we all need this you need this and you'll be happy you did it and I was like uh fine and so I went exhausted 
and got the best score I've ever gotten on an SAT. I was, I was just blown away. Like I was, I mean, it was a practice, but I was just like, all right, if I can do this well with no sleep, I should not have to stress about the SAT. So when I took the real one, I didn't do as well, but I did fine. Proud of you. Yeah. Thank you. It was like, I was practicing for a while and I was doing not well, like at all. And I was so disappointed. My, everyone was so disappointed. And they were like, come on, try. And then I'd try harder. And it was just a cycle, right? Yeah. I just wasn't doing well. And I had so much anxiety. And then I went, shout out to Mikey Feldman because he told me the best piece of advice yes, I've ever gotten. <laughs> so I walk in and he's right there and I'm like freaking out. I'm about to cry. Mm-hmm. And he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, I'm scared. I'm going to feel like I haven't been doing well. He goes, you realize this is like a piece of paper, right? Like, look at it. It's just a test that you're going to take. Does the test control you? No, like you control the test. It's literally like yours. Like, I don't know why you're stressed out right now. It's a piece of paper. You're going to bubble some stuff in. Like, oh, come on. I am like, going to quote Mikey from now on. That is an oh, awesome oh piece God. of advice. Yeah. So I walk in, right? Um, literally rip this test if I wanted to. <laughs> so I start laughing when I walk into this classroom I'm like this is so funny like why am I so nervous laughter so I'm like that's something about you I've like noticed ever since middle school you always My laugh when you're does the same exact thing Palma it's so ridiculous you can continue sorry I just that's, that's so embarrassing <laughs> no are you kidding it's so funny those type of people are the best type of people <laughs> the fact that you can laugh in bad situations is amazing <laughs> it's better than crying he's talking about how he wants to go to like UPenn and I'm like okay and he's like <laughs> um He's like, do you think you're going to do well? And I'm like, I don't know. Like, I'm scared. He was like, <laughs> he was like, you're not going to do better than me. And I was like, I mean, and then I did better than him. Yeah. You were like, screw you. I'm going to do better than him. And then I did better than him. Yeah. So, so uh, similar story. <laughs> I did freshman year. I ran track. Like I was just bored, honestly. And oh. it was fun. I tried sprinting and I had a good time. Um, I didn't end up going back. Cause like, I don't like, I it's not that I don't like for me I want to like be a part of a sport that involves a ball and something fun and not just like running so there was (laughs) we were doing two that year huh Noma did track too all three on track (laughs) so we were running the 200 meter and somebody in my heat it was just a practice somebody in my heat who will remain unnamed just looks like in my eyes and goes oh good I'm not gonna get last and I literally I just look I, I walk up and I'm like I, did you like like say what you said to me but again say it you won't come on I was like say say it right to my face and say my name or whatever like something like that and then he didn't and then I like you know like yes. <laughs> him and I just like I was just like Put the yeah. burners on wheels wheels oh my goodness oh, oh my god wait we have <laughs> two minutes know. guys we have two minutes two minutes oh my goodness well I was just gonna share a very similar little story Less with you. Than a minute. Everyone else. it'll be really quick though um I used to do track in like fourth through like sixth grade I think and I really liked it it was just rec track but I put a lot of pressure on myself for some reason because I take all my sports very seriously. Like how we were all just talking about like school and stuff. A lot of the same things apply to me. Like I just focused way more on sports than school, which wasn't really a good idea, but you know, I ended up fine. Anyways, so this track thing, there's like, since I just said it was just rec, there's like one meet at the end of the year that's like a qualifying meet and you can like go to states technically. And so somehow I, I won, I was really surprised. I won in like three events. And so I had to go about all my events. They like, 
it was like one after the other so I couldn't run like all of them so I chose to do like the 400 which is just like a lap around the track and so because it was a wreck a lot of people normally like wouldn't try so I was kind of used to just like sprinting at the beginning jogging sprinting at the end and I'd be like fine but there was an it was an eight lane track I'd never been on an eight lane I was in lane one it's like technically the easiest but you know or actually I was either in that last lane or the first part. It looks like further behind. Yeah, yeah. And so it's all even, but like, it seems worse. And this girl next to me, she's like, oof, good luck winning this race. Like, you're definitely not going to, like you're not even on a team. And she was just saying all these things. And I was so offended. I was like, excuse me. And so I was like, you know what? Fine, proving her wrong. I had never ran that fast in my life. Like I actually collapsed at the finish line, but I beat her, I beat her. And I got first place, so it was a good story. But sometimes you just gotta have people be mean to you, and then you're like, you know what? Haters are the motivators. Exactly. All right, sorry to cut everybody off. We have less than one minute until this meeting ends. Thank you guys for watching. If you enjoyed, please check back next week for a group episode with me, Zara, Ron, and Ari. Thank you, Salma and Paige. Thank you for having us. That was so fun. Okay. All right, adios.